Welcome to David Merman Scott, author of The New Rules of Marketing and PR, 8th edition, and the Wall Street Journal bestseller, Fanocracy, Turning Fans into Customers and Customers into Fans, and in total 12 books, as well as an in-demand speaker and advisor. Now, we're here to speak about The New Rules of Marketing and PR, 8th edition. Tell me, David, why does it sell so well? <laughs> hey, Toby. Uh, 450,000 copies in English and 30 other languages. Yes, it's selling very well. Uh, I was first, uh, I was the first person in a book form to identify that content drives action, that creating information, publishing it yourself uh, is often better than paying for advertising or hiring a team of salespeople um, or begging the media to write about you. And the thing the, the the strategies haven't changed, but the tools have. So I have to continually update it. Uh, and now we are in, as you rightly said, the eighth edition of the book. So I see Tony Robbins, no less, praises the new rules of marketing and PR with groundbreaking strategies strategies in this book reinvent the ways entrepreneurs engage the marketplace and grow business. Who's the book aimed at? Is it only entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs within existing businesses, if you follow me? Um, I do. And by the way, Tony's a friend. I've spoken for more than 10 years at his business mastery events all over the world. Uh, so I originally wrote it from marketers and PR people at companies, because that's what I did. I was a marketing guy at several different publicly traded companies, and that was my original, my initial audience. But I was really surprised at two other groups that actually became, in many ways, even more important, which are uh, number one, entrepreneurs, as you rightly said. And then also, um, I was super surprised that it's been taken up by, um, at last count, nearly 500 universities around the world as uh, required text in their courses, and which is kind of ironic since I never took a marketing course in, or public relations course in my life. And I got a C in my freshman English class and never took another English course. <laughs> so goes to show you that, um, that if you have a great idea, you don't need traditional schooling to do it. And that's the whole concept of the new rules of marketing and PR. It was going against what people were teaching at the time, going against what the accepted practice was at the time. And on the content side, um, you've got some great chapters like writing for your buyers and so on. But starting at chapter 10, um, strategies for creating awesome content. Why do you think content um, is kind of king at the moment? And do you think it'll continue to be? I do, because when people are making any kind of buying decision, uh, they look to the web, they look to social media, they look uh, to websites as the place that they can learn about the products or services or ideas or companies or people that they might want to do business with. Uh, I don't see that changing in any way. Um, I, I think that's even getting more important. And so the idea of creating original content is so important, I believe, in getting yourself out there. And incidentally, the key to that content um, is not 
to just talk about your own products and services. That's the biggest mistake I see is people harping on and again and again and again about their products and services. And if in the technology business, which I came from and I, I do some advisory work in, it's organizations that talk about their flexible, scalable solutions for improving business process using, using cutting edge, mission critical, best of breed content. Oh my God, it makes you want to throw up. And that doesn't work. What works is understanding the people you're trying to reach and creating content, especially for them. Thank you. Now, one of my my pet things is customer case studies. And I agree with you absolutely about uh, don't talk about yourself the whole time. And customer case studies give you the opportunity to have the customer sing your praises. Do you see customer case studies going forwards in video in, uh, I don't know, TikToks? Or how do you see those fitting in this whole thing of storytelling? Oh, 100%. I think the idea of writing or creating content of all forms around um, how um, problems are solved um, with a company's ideas, products, services is important, but not the traditional case study format. The traditional case study format is broken. And the traditional format is this company had a problem, then they came to us and everything's great. That's what the traditional format is. I think it's way, way, way better to use the tools of a novelist or the tools of a screenwriter, which is to use conflict. And all good fiction writers or screen um, screenplay writers or playwrights understand that the fundamental way to grab attention is to have conflict at every step of a story. Yet, most customers' case studies are not written with conflict. Um, so I had a writing teacher once who told me that uh, writing without conflict is propaganda, and most customer case studies are propaganda. Uh, it's a story like this. Boy meets girl, they get married. That is so boring. But if you have boy meets girl, they fall in love. They then have all kinds of problems and they break up and they start seeing other people and the world is in chaos and they hate one another for a, a, some number of pages in the book or minutes in the movie and then something brings them back together. They fall back in love and they get married. There are thousands of books, thousands of movies created with conflict like that and it's way more interesting. So traditional case studies in a way, however, interesting stories dripping with conflict absolutely okay now you've got me here because i do agree with you and i'd also like to question that because frequently when we write case studies we we hear the conflict and there's some pretty good juice there and then ready for this the pr department sees yeah. it and it all gets crossed out what do we do because yep. your book is yep. rules of marketing and pr how do we deal with that <laughs> Well, it's interesting. I mean, how far do you push a con a a, a, um, a client to tell them that they're wrong? You know, it's. Um, I think they're wrong. I think it's wrong to strip out the bits that are interesting and um, and make it a super boring. Um, a client had a problem. They came to us, and the world is great. Case study. So. 
You know, in my case, um, I serve as an advisor on um, boards of advisors, um, as well as um, uh, advising CEOs of typically technology companies, but but other companies as well. And um, when faced with a di- the dilemma of somebody pushing back on my ideas and saying, no, we should do it my way. I just say, well, thank you very much. There's a lot of people out there that I might want to work with. And um, I'm going to be cheering you from the sidelines from now on. Now, I don't know if you've got the ability to fire your clients, but um, <laughs> but I do think that these ideas work and the traditional ways don't. I gotcha. And I do like that I. Don't know if I will get permission from the pointy head boss to fire our clients, but it's a great <laughs> message. It's a great message to give to the clients because I I do take your point and I do agree with you. Another approach could be to with dexterity go around the PR people. I mean, might you be able to have a conversation with this the chief marketing officer or even the, the chief exec the CEO, the chief executive officer, but somebody who might understand that that traditional PR approach doesn't work. Uh, now you risk that if you're the person who signs off on your bills is the PR people, but that's an approach I've taken before. In our last uh, couple of moments, I did want to ask you, please, could you give me like a 30-second summary of newsjacking? I like that so much. Newsjacking, a word that I popularized that's now in, believe it or not, the Oxford English Dictionary, which proves that marketing and PR people can get um, a word into the dictionary. It is understanding the news cycle and creating real-time content at precisely the moment that members of the media as well as potential customers are looking for it. And that um, is a great way to get noticed in real time. Thank you to David Meerman Scott talking about his amazing book, The New Rules of Marketing and PR, 8th edition, published by Wiley, available from Amazon and all good bookshops. Thank you for listening.